I decree and God agrees. I am a soul winner. I am a contagious Christian. I positively influence. Influence is Sade. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church fulfills her calling for this season. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church has all the resources to meet the community's needs. We receive God's favor and man's favor. We have compassionate care for the needy. Constant prayer is our lifestyle. We bear much fruit. I give us. We heartily worship God with our possessions. Christ's redemptive purpose is accomplished in Sunday. We see a thousand churches established in our lifetime. Sadek, the Lord God is your God. You belong to God. I say, in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you that even as we study your word tonight, that you minister unto us by your spirit. Lord, I make it known to your children that I'm not trusting on my own human intellect, but I'm depending upon you, Spirit of God, to speak forth the word with power and with anointing. And Lord, I promise to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you will do and accomplish through your word this day. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. As you sit down, shake a hand of somebody, tell them, I am the highly favored of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, I want us to open our Bibles and we turn to Genesis chapter 45. We will start reading from verse 1. Now, we are talking about trust in the providence of God. Uh, that we need to trust in the providence of God. You know, providence of God is you're trusting that, you know, God will be able to take care of you. God will never let you down, but he will be able to come through for you and to help you, to guide you, to lead you to provide for you, you know, to make sure that all is well with you, you know, that you will never be let, God will never let you down. Hallelujah. Uh, that we need to trust in the providence of God. So today we are going to be looking at the life of Joseph. You remember that Joseph was second from the last born uh, of Jacob and uh, the last born was Benjamin and so Jacob was also born in Joseph, Jacob I mean Joseph was born in Jacob's old age and so Jacob loved Joseph he loved Joseph uh, and he made him a coat of many colors. You remember that? Yeah. And so, and, uh, his brothers had jealousy that, oh, you know, he's their favorite. And let me, tell, let, me, let me say something to all of us, is that when you see somebody or God's grace or favor is upon that person, yeah, never ever allow jealousy to come into your heart. Yeah. So what you need to, you know, the attitude that you need to uh, maintain or to have is that, you know, as, as a parent, when you are a parent and you have children in the house, you know, how, you know, the needs of children are different. And so the parent will treat children according to their needs. Are you with me? 
Uh, you realize that this one needs more love, so you just pour that. This one needs guidance, you pour that unto it. This one needs. So you, you deal with children, you love them all, but you deal with them according to their needs. Yeah. So when somebody has you know, a blessing or so on, the, the attitude that you should maintain is that, oh, that's what he needs the most from God. That has nothing to do with how you're relating to God. So don't be jealous to that person that, oh, you know, look at what has happened. Now there is something wrong with me. There is nothing wrong with you. Yeah. And so your faith in God must remain you know, that God loves you. It does not matter how people are blessed or are not blessed. That has nothing. It has no bearing on your relationship with God. And God loves you. Yeah. So that must always remain in your heart. You know, when God does this for somebody, you know, never say, oh, you know why? There is favoritism here. There is no favoritism. You know, that is what they need the most. So you need to express, you know, to be secured in the love of God. Yeah, we all need to be secure in the fact that God loves us. Yeah. And uh, we need to always know, you know what? God loves me. God cares for me. And God has got a good plan about my life. And he's working out that plan in my life. I know that my future is secured. My future is bright. All it's working out well in my life. That is the faith that we should have. The providence of God. That God has the ability and the, is able to work out things for you. Especially for you. God loves you more than you, more than you love yourself. God cares for you more than you can ever care for yourself. Yeah. So that's what we need to be settled in. And so even when it looks like you are sinking, just know that you are in the hands of God and you will never drown. You know, you will never be overcome. You will never be burned by fire because you are in the hands of God. So it's a good heart to have you know, uh, when you relate with people. You know, we're having different campuses here, and they are all different. And so you find, oh, there is this thing happening in this campus and so forth. So the temptation is to have competition. You see, the moment you start to have competition is the moment you dig your own hole. Are you with me? Yeah. So we should all uh, relate to God, you know, that it's us. We are relating to God. We are not competing with anybody, you know, or we don't have jealous with anybody. Whatever God is doing with, other, uh, with another campus, it's because God sees that, you know, that campus needs this the most. Are you with me? Yeah, so also as a campus, we need to have that heart that, you know, we need to relate well. You know, we are children of the same father. You know, when they are blessed, I am blessed. You know, and I should not feel bad that, oh, this ones it's like they are more blessed than the other. You know, we continue to believe in God to believe in the providence of God. And so some people, uh, you realize that they would need to, you see, like, give an example, a car is a good thing, right? You know, now, you can't give a 13-year-old car because he hasn't matured to that level. 
it would be it would be detrimental for a 13 year old or a 12 year old to give him a car and he drives around you know it's going to cause a lot of problems so that blessing will tend to be a curse a problem yeah so uh, god deals with us according to our maturity and at the level where we are yeah and so we need to be uh, understanding that. I was thinking about this, you know, that uh, all the time I have pastors coming in, they want to get this advice and that advice, you know, and so forth. And uh, I was thinking about this, that, you know, uh, maybe the best thing that you can learn from us is to go back to many years when we were at that level and you learn how we handle things at that level because now we are at a different level you know and this different level it will not work in your situation do you understand you know, maybe to give an example people say you know hey, can I have your constitution of the church, you know, I want to structure your church. Look here, our constitution have been developing over years. We are not using the same constitution that we started the church with. Yeah, because then it was basic. We didn't need many other things, you know. But today, because the church, the church is complex, so we had to beef up the constitution. So. If I take the constitution and say, Pastor, here is the constitution, run with it. I mean, it's just going to confuse you. Are you with me? I don't know if, am I making sense? Yeah. So, uh, so we need to, you know, maybe some messages that I preach today, maybe if a, a person, it would be good for them to go back to messages that I preach yeah, in the foundations. What messages did I preach then? Yeah. Of course, the word is the same, you know, but that the, the eh? yeah, the maturity of, con, uh, of audience, you know, it's always, it's always uh, uh, plays the part on the message. And also the issue, yeah, uh, there's a word, it's hanging here, you know, uh, eh? let it come, let it fall, <laughs> fall on me now, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's, it's like uh, the rice is basic, eh? you know, but when you spice it, you put curry there, you put, it's the same rice, but now it has more nutrients. Yeah, so it's something similar to that. Yeah. So uh, at times you can't take a, a, a weak old child and give rice because his stomach is not yet developed to absorb that. It's not because you hate the child, but no, it's because he's not ready to develop that. He just needs milk. Yeah. And so I go and preach at different churches and so forth. I, I pray and ask God for the message. And when I get there, you know, I am so sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Hurry, what level am I ministering at here? I don't just preach. I prepare the message. You know, that's it. I read notes. No. I am sensitive. Am I connecting with people? You know, maybe I am bit high and so I will lower down until I find where I connect with people then I flow because I know okay they are on this level yeah, then I flow in that level see like uh, the messages that I preach in the morning are totally different to the message that I preach in the evening you know where I can preach the same message from same outline but in the morning it's going to be different from in the evening is going to be different from the morning. You know, why? Because you have a lot of, you know, baby Christians, those that are 
still needs milk. So in the morning, it's basic stuff. But in the evening, I know these are the people that are hungry for God. Yeah, these are people that want more. You know, these are people that have matured a little bit. You know, they are ready to get out of their comfort zone, get out of their, uh, their houses to come to church and sit here. So these are not baby stuff things. You know, so in the evening, I go deeper. You know, uh, I go deeper. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that word. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because you, you, you see also that people are drawing, are drawing from you. You know, you've connected with people. People are drawing. So you, you minister at a different level. You know, you're you dishing out more meat uh, for the people, more than in the morning. Amen? So also the audience are different. So, how did we come into that? It's because you drew, you drew me into that. Eh? Yeah, that don't compare. You know, don't have jealous. Don't be jealous that, oh, God is blessing this one, now in Tibet. He hasn't forgotten you. God will never label you. Are you with me? You know, uh, he cares for you. And so they were jealous. And so uh, one day his father sends, you know, they were out there. And he was with the father. He was in the house, you know. And so the father sends his brothers to go after, to look after his sheep. And so then after some time, he sends Joseph, please go and check how are they doing. Now, one thing that used to happen was uh, they would do mischief. Yeah. And then Joseph would come and tell his father, oh, they're doing this, they're doing this. And they didn't like it. And so, and now Joseph had dreams. Yeah. And so he dreamed uh, their uh, sheaves, you know, they all had sheaves, you know, sheaves, bundles of, you know, your harvest, whether it's wheat or, or spinach. Yeah? I want a spinach, it's a bundle. Eh, yeah, going going to your level, okay. <laughs> and so the sheaves were all standing up. I mean, they were all they had bowed down, you know. And Joseph's sheaf was standing up. So they say, oh, "Okay, meaning, oh, now we will bow down to you." They hated him even more. Yeah, and then the other day. You know, he dreams. This time is the sun and the moon. It was the stars. They bowed down to, you know, Joseph's stars. And now it was the sun and the moon. So he says, oh, my, Joseph's, uh, uh, Jacob said, oh, okay, uh, your mother and myself, meaning that will also bow down to you. Uh, but it was, it was God giving. Joseph was, was innocent. Eh? God was just doing it, was giving him dreams. Joseph didn't fast and pray and say, God, give me dreams. I want to show these boys that, you know, I am greater. No, he was just continuing to, and God was doing that. And so, so what happened is, when they were out there, Joseph, you know, uh, Jacob sent Joseph, go and look after your brothers. And so he went. Yeah, he got his coat of many colors. And when he got there, they saw, oh, the beautiful coat, that is Joseph. And so they planned, let's kill him. Can you imagine? Your own brothers planning to kill you. Yeah. So let's kill him. And anyway, they put him in a pit. And uh, along the way, the, the Ishmaelites were passing by. And so they said, rather than killing him, let's at least benefit. Because when we kill him, we're not going to benefit anything. Let's sell him. And so they sold him. 
the Ishmaelites then took him, went to Egypt, and they sold him, obviously at a profit. You know, so maybe if they, they bought him, uh, how much? 10,000 uh, here. When they got to Egypt, they sold him maybe 20,000. So they pocketed 20, uh, 10,000. Hey, this Joseph, you know, was a hot cake. <laughs> and so, now, here is the thing. Yeah, when he got there, they sold, he's now a slave. Now, Joseph could have abandoned God, could have said, God, you have forsaken me. Oh, God, why have you forsaken me? I have a message that is really developing, and that is don't get stuck in your don't get stuck in your moment. Don't get stuck in your moment. Yeah. That it does not matter what moment you are in. Never get stuck in there. Because God is moving. He's not stagnant. Yeah. Remember the picture of a still picture and also a video? You know, a still picture, if Uncas picture gave me so, you will always see me like this. So I am stuck in this moment. You know, but if it's a video, you see, oh, I was doing that, but I also move on. You know, and then I, I am moving on. You see development along the way. Yeah. And so Joseph could have gotten stuck on the fact that his brothers, his own brothers hated him and they sold him, he's now a slave. He would have gotten stuck into that and said, God, why me? You know, why this thing has happened to me? God, you don't love me. You don't care for me. If you cared for me, you would have uh, not allowed my brothers to sell me. You would not have allowed me to be now a slave in Egypt. God, you would have taken care of me. You know, Joseph would have done all of that, but never ever get stuck in a moment. It does not matter what moment you are in. Just know that God is moving. You know, God is progressing. And work with God. And so I love God, uh, I love Joseph, because when he was in Potiphar's house as a slave, he still loved God. And because he still loved God, God showed him favor. You know, he was favored that he was promoted. Yeah. And you see, that promotion is God is busy paving a way for the dream that he gave him. And so he didn't see, who, oh, how will it happen? I'm now a slave. Have you ever seen a slave, you know, rising up? No, no, I'm slave and, and maybe I'm going to die here. I'll never ever see my, my father. You know, I'll never ever see my, my, the, my family. You know, I'm just going to die here. Now, he, Joseph could have thought all of that, could have also said, you know, God, you have forsaken me. But he continued to love God. And what is the proof of him loving God? We see that in the fact that uh, when Potiphar's house la, uh, wife came to, uh, he wanted to sleep with uh, Joseph, what happened? He refused. Yeah. If he didn't love God, he would have said, you know, this is an opportunity. You know, and let me take advantage of this uh, lady. You know, anyway, she's my boss. You know, and so obey your boss. You know, <laughs> you understand? I mean, Joseph would have said that, you know, but he refused. Why? Because he loved God. Yeah. And the lady persisted. It was not just a once-off thing that, oh, come and sleep. You know, it was a continuous pestering, you know, nagging, pestering, pestering. And Joseph always refused and said, no, no, 
No, no. And one day, it was just the two of them in the house. And the lady said that, this is my opportunity. Yeah. And he, she grabbed him, and Joseph ran away. And she now she had a coat with with her, and spoke, you know, a lie to the husband. Look at this slave uh, boy that you brought. You know, look at what what has happened. He tried to rape me, and I cried, and he ran away. You know, which a lie, which is a lie. And then uh, from there, he was put into prison. See, it's like from, eh, from pen to fire. You, know, you are from this bad situation as a slave. Now, you are not only a slave, but you are in prison in a foreign land. Yeah. And so, at least as a slave, maybe you might have been released and you go and see your... But now, as a, 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 as a prisoner, the chances are very slim you know, in a foreign land. You know, and so, but Joseph continued to love God and to serve God, even when he was, when things, when people lied against, against him, he never had an offense against them. You know, he still loved God. You know, he still loved uh, uh, God. And if, you see, if he did not love God, then God would not have shown him favor in prison, that even the leader of prison, of prison would, not him would not have favored him and uh, gave him a position in prison. That would not have happened if he didn't love God, if he didn't continue to serve God. You know? But he served God, he loved God, and God showed him favor. And so two prisoners had dreams, and Joseph interpreted those dreams, and they came to pass. And to this one, a, a, it, it was a, a buckler and a baker, yeah, and then said to uh, the buckler, that's the one he would pour, you know, he continued to pour wine on the king's, on Pharaoh's cup, yeah, that he, and then the other one, it was a bread, and the bread was eaten, meaning that, you know, you're going to, to, to die. And so the buckler was restored, as Joseph said. But, God, but Joseph said that, please remember me. And what happened? For two holy, two solid years, he forgot him. More reasons why Joseph could have uh, 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 been offended and upset and said that, you know, God, you know, these people, the prophecy came to pass. I interpreted their dreams, and I said that they should remember me, but they don't remember me. God, you know, have you forgotten me? But uh, Joseph continued, and at the right time, you know, Pharaoh could uh, I mean, had a dream. You see, because everything was orchestrated by God, it is God who also gave them gave Pharaoh a dream. It was God, and then all is the magicians and everybody could not interpret the dream. Yeah. And this man. Remembered, he said, Now I remember my sin. When I was in prison, this and this happened. You know, we had dreams, and Joseph interpreted the dreams, and they came to pass as he interpreted the dreams. And Pharaoh said, that, Go and get Joseph. They went to prison, they brought him before Joseph, you know, and uh, before Pharaoh. And Joseph was able to interpret the dream. And, and Pharaoh said that there is not any other man who could do as you said except you. 
from a prisoner, he was now a prime minister, the second in charge. Listen to this. Potiphar, who was Joseph's boss, now he's reporting to Joseph. Eh? Now, Joseph uh, would have said, where is your wife? You know, I went to Potiphar's. Eh, hey, madam, you remember? <laughs> do you know that I can do anything now? Eh? Do you know that, you know, now the tables have turned, you know that I can, I can sort you out. I can sort you out. You wasted my years. I was, in, I was a prisoner for nothing. I can make you a slave. And not only a slave, I can put you in prison. Follow my steps. Yeah. Yeah. But Joseph never had that heart. Yeah. Never had that heart. He moved on. Yeah. So in life, you need to learn to move on. Yeah. And people have done bad things to you. Don't get stuck in that incident. Move on. Move on. You know, because God is moving on. Yeah. What's that? Let the, let the sleeping dogs lie. Yeah. You will ask him after the service. As for me, I'm moving on. So... <laughs> shares a story of you know, one pastor who was so negative towards him who did many, many evil things. Yeah. I know the pastor he's talking about. And, yeah, shares what uh, you know, many, many things bad. It was a challenge to Apostle Theo. You know. He would do this this person, what, whoever they invited, even if it's from America, this person would go and influence them, you know, and say, oh, you're going to that church. That church is like this, you know, talk a lot of lies. Yeah. It was bad. And so Apostle Theo said, but how am I going to overcome this? You know, and said that, you know, the Bible says do good to those Eh? Eh, those who are doing evil to you. Yeah. Bless those who, who, who curse you, persecute you. Yeah. You bless them. You don't curse them back. There is no return to the fire. Back to the, the yeah, send to the fire. Eh? To the sender. Oh, yeah. Oh, the way responding so immediate. It's part of your life. Back to the sender. <laughs> Dangerous prayers. Yeah, you, you don't do that. Eh? You know, you repent it. Eh? We have moved on. We have moved on. Yeah, there was a time that we were stuck there. So we moved on now. Yeah, we are on another level now. Yeah. 
So we have moved on. And so now we, we, we love. You know, we leave everything in the hands of God. Yeah. We're no longer saying fire. Yeah? Yeah? The east wind, the east, may the east wind come upon them. May the locusts fly over their head. Uh, eh, the hook of the Lord it, uh, uh, may they be gotten by the hook may the Lord hook them eh? hey. I'm telling you <laughs> we are from Fra <laughs> so eh? die 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 Die. The whole two hours. What a die, 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 die. The whole two hours. <laughs> so we're no longer killing anybody now. So we're working in the love of God, in the grace of God. You know, and uh, yeah. So so Joseph had that that. You know, I leave it up into the hands of God. And so Apostle Theo, God said, he prayed about it. How can I? Because it's bothering me. And, and he said that, with, sat down and decided with, Apostle, with uh, Dr. Bev that we're going to prepare an offering. We're going to give it. And the way he says, he says, you know, we send it to this bank, this bank send it to this bank, this bank send it to this bank until it ultimately came into their account so that he should never ever know who gave that offering. And he says they did it for several months. And the first day, the first time they did it, says there was a release in their heart. You know, that hatred, that anger, everything, it was gone. So today, you know, shake hands, you know, and no problem. I've met, you know, I've noticed them, they talk, they, you know, uh, he's totally released from that. And so, so you do good to those that do evil. Now, why would you do that? It's because you know that it's better when it's in the hands of God. Because you trust in the providence of God. That God, you will handle it. You will handle it. And so we need to be trusting in the providence of God. That God, I know that you love me, you will take care of me. And so, now Joseph did that. Now, there was famine everywhere. People came now to come and, and, and buy food from Egypt. They are into two years, you know, or a year or so of, you know, famine. And so his brothers came, and he, he saw them. And there is also another temptation. You could have said, yeah, yellow skeletons. <laughs> you sold me, you know, and you did this evil. Yeah, today is payday. Yeah, I want to show you. you. You could have said that. But he played a game with them, you know, and the first time. <clears throat> He, he gave them, he didn't, he didn't show them that, you know, I'm one of you. Because, I mean, over uh, 10 years or so, they have, he has changed. Everybody has grown, you know, from maybe a 17-year-old to a 27- or 30-year-old. You know, he's different now, eh? <laughs> maybe he didn't have beard that time, but now he has, he has he's different. And, you know, so they could not recognize him. And also the way maybe he's dressed, he's dressed as an Egyptian, 
And so they, can't, they could not see that this is our brother, but he could recognize them. And so he recognized them, saw that these are my brothers. And uh, so he gave them what they sold. He told them that, you know, uh, you put this, <coughs> yeah, did a lot of uh, things. You go and read. We don't have time to go back there. Now we are coming to where now he reveals himself to them. Yeah. Have you found Genesis 45? If you haven't found it by now, after an hour, you know, we better give up. <laughs> All right. So they have come. This is, I think, the third time they have come now. So he, verse, verse 1, Genesis 45, verse 1. Then Joseph could not control himself before all those who stood by him. He cried, make everyone go out for me. So no one stayed with him when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. And he wept aloud so that the Egyptians had it and the household of Pharaoh had it. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers could not answer him. For they were dismayed at his presence. Eh? They were troubled, dismayed. Other translation says they were troubled at his presence. Or today, very great. Our sin has caught, caught, in, um, eh? caught up with us. So they were troubled. They were frightened. You know, they were confused. When he revealed that I am there, they were terrified, yeah. and uh, they were dismayed, as the Bible says. And so, but Joseph revealed himself that I am Joseph. And so, verse four. And so Joseph said to his brothers, "Come near to me, please." And they came near. And he said, "I am your brother Joseph." He's saying it for the second time because they couldn't believe it whom you sold into Egypt as evidence that I am the right one it was, it was something that was done it was covered even his father didn't know that they sold him yeah, so they thought that nobody knew now when Joseph said that I am the one you sold to Egypt then they realize that he is the one because nobody knows about this story. So he proved to them that I am Joseph. And so now I guess they were in June, July. Yeah, with Lebabu Fedin. Yeah. Now they are stuck. Yeah. We have been found. So, and this man, it's a man of authority. What is he going to do with us? We are in trouble now. And so, he says to them, verse 5, Now do not be uh, distressed or angry with yourselves. So I love this. I read everything just to come to this point. He says, do not worry, eh? Do not be angry. Do not be distressed with yourself because you sold me here. You know, don't worry because, you know, in the fact that you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. He refuses to see it in the light of, in the evil light that you sold me. Therefore, I need to show you one, two, three. But he chose to see it in the fact that God sent me here. He, he trusted in the providence of God. That even when I am a slave, God will take care of me. 
even when I am in prison, I am a prisoner, God will still take care of me. Yeah. So he said, you sold me, but don't be afraid that the fact that you sold me. You know, the real thing, the real truth is that God sent me here. I am here on a mission. I am here on the purpose of God. And so then he explains to them in verse 6, he says, For the famine has been in the land these two years. There are yet five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvest. God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant on earth. He says, otherwise you would have all died. But God sent me here for your sake. You were thinking that you're doing evil for me. In actual fact, God was using you to save you. Do you understand? You know, God was using you to save you, that you would have a remnant on the earth. And so, he, uh, David, uh, uh, Joseph was just looking at that all of this is the work of God. Is the work of God. And so, verse 8, So it was not you who sent me here, but God. He has made me a father to Pharaoh. Says that I am a father to Pharaoh. Whatever I tell Pharaoh, he obeys and he does. And God did it. And Lord of all his household and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Hurry and go up to my father and say to him, Thus says your son Joseph, God has made me Lord over all Egypt. Come down to me. Do not tarry. And he says, You shall dwell in the land of Goshen. So he dictates where they will, they will stay. You know, you shall, you shall be near me, you and your children, and your children's children, and your flocks, your heads, and all that you have. There I will provide for you. For there are yet five years of famine to come, so that you and your household and all that you have do not come to poverty. says, now you, now your eyes see, and the eyes of my brother Benjamin see, that it is my mouth that speaks to you. You must tell my father of all my honor in Egypt, and of all that you have seen. Hurry, bring my father down here. Then he fell upon his brother's, brother Benjamin's neck and wept. Now, Benjamin, I care they are from the same mother. You know, so he loved him more. And so wept. And Benjamin wept upon his neck. And he kissed all his brothers. Eh? He didn't say, Luna, Luna eh, no. <laughs> no. He kissed all of them and wept upon them. And after, and after that, his brothers talked with him. Eh? They realize that this man does not even a pinch of anger or grudge against us. Now let's go to uh, chapter 50. Yeah. And his, brother, his father ultimately came down. Yeah, and he, they came and settled. Uh, they settle in uh, in Egypt and uh, so when they were there what happened it's you know they grew they were all fed and and taken care of you know until now Jacob was really old and he passed on because before he passed on, he called all his brothers. First of all, Joseph took his 
his two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, and Jacob blessed them. Now, I believe in the power of a blessing. Yeah. He laid his hands, you know, crossed his hands, the purpose of God right there, and blessed them. And so, and then from there, every, every son of Jacob came and then he began to prophesy over their lives, you know, this and this and this and so forth. Now, uh, after then they went and they buried him, as he had asked, please go and bury me. So they went back to Shechem, went back to uh, Israel uh, and buried uh, Jacob there. Then they came back. Then they thought, now our brother, because our father is God, now his true colors are going to come up. Yeah. Chapter 50, verse 15. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, it may be that Joseph will hate us and pay us back for all the evil that we did to him. So they, they sent a message to Joseph saying, you know, they are lying. Your father gave this command before he died. Say to Joseph, please forgive the transgression of your brothers and their sin, because they did evil to you. And now, please forgive the transgression of the servants of God, of your father. Joseph wept when they spoke to him. His brothers also came and fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your servants. You know, the sheep bowing down. Yeah. We are your servants. But Joseph said to them, Do not fear, for am I in the place of God? You see, he's, he's throwing everything back to God. Yeah. He does not want to interfere with God. You know, am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. So do not fear. I will provide for you and your little ones. Thus he comforted them, spoke kindly to them. Says, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. Yeah. And so, uh, we need to be trusting in the providence of God. You know, God says that vengeance is mine. You know, when people do evil, don't don't take things into your hands. You know, especially when it's children of God. Because you're hurt the most by somebody close to you. You see, if somebody, Afita goes strutting, you know, and say, you know, it won't bother me much. Eh? But if Pastor Louis, who's close to me, and say something or do something, it hurts the most. Are you with me? And so, uh, so you realize that maybe children of God were able to deal with issues, maybe Kim Merekong or maybe Kikai, Mostrating, and so people that are a bit far away were able to deal with them. But when it comes to maybe us as a family, as children of God, we're always working together. Hey, we're family, we're having family meetings together, we're organizing. So, this one, Udira, this thing, Okupisa Ona, this one, Arinakyangala, you know, this one says this. And I realize that you carry the heads the most. But now we need to learn from Joseph. It was his brothers that. You know, his closest brothers that really did evil for him. But the attitude that he had was this, that, you know, you meant it for evil, 
but God meant it for good. Yeah. That even when bad things, people plan bad things, just know that God will turn it good for you. He will turn it good for you. And so, just make sure that you don't muddy the water. You don't mess up where God is involved. You know, where not? Yours is just to keep on serving God, keep on loving God, keep on working in love with everybody, as if nothing happens. I thank God, really, for the grace of God upon my life, you know, that he has helped me with one thing. If maybe something, you know, uh, something bad happens or something, you know, get like a rasa, a rasa. You know, Pastor Luisa knows, get like a rasa, a rasa. You know, for whatever few minutes and so forth, a rasa, a rasa. You know, rasa. Yeah, get like a rasa, a rasa, a rasa. And then, I give it all rasa. Who fed That thing, yeah, that's, you know, if, if in the morning, I get to her. If you make her say in the evening, I get to her. If I deal with it, that thing is gone. You know, it does not matter who did that. It, that thing is gone. I thank God for that grace. You know, and I pray that I will never change. <laughs> that uh, I will change for the better instead. <laughs> uh, that uh, even when, you know, maybe somebody has done something and so forth, that, you know, I would, maybe in the morning I would wake up and see the good out of that. Yeah. And say that, you know, I don't need to do evil or to do, you know, I just see the good out of that. Work toward, I I I I help myself to see the person in a good light. Because it's going to, I won't be able to minister. Yeah, I you know if I have grudges, you know and you know I give and so how will I minister? Just think about how will I minister. How will I minister? I won't be able to minister, right? Yeah. And so, uh, and, and thank God that, you know, God has given me that grace. And I pray that that should be our portion. Yeah. That we trust in the providence of God. I know maybe I know that you will deal with that person, God. And I know that you will I'm not trying to wish evil, you know, but I, I just leave it in your hands. Now I'll just walk in love, I'll just you know, be fine with that person, you know, and so forth. And so, may we walk in that way. Be, you know, take the life of Joseph and, and, and say that this is how I want to live my life. May I be like Joseph. May I trust in the providence of God. May I believe God, that God, you're able to work things out by your spirit. Amen. Amen. Did you receive something from the Lord? <laughs> Praise God. We thank God. And as we were worshiping here, God was just, you know, showing me other things that I never saw them that way. So excited about it. You know, about the providence of God. So I will be continue, you know, on this. And I say, oh God, this is great, you know. Look at what the Bible says, you know. And so this will encourage us to trust in the providence of God. Horomodimu cares for you and is willing to take care of you. 
is willing to make sure that all is well with you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for having ministered to us by your spirit, Lord. I thank you that you are helping us to serve you and to do your will. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you.